To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. There is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 74. O God, wherefore art thou absent from us so long? Why is thy wrath so hot against the sheep of thy pasture? O think upon thy congregation, whom thou hast purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of thine inheritance, and Mount Zion, wherein thou hast dwelt. Lift up thy feet, that thou mayest utterly destroy every enemy, which thou hast done evil in thy sanctuary. Then adversaries roar in the midst of thy congregations, and set up their banners for tokens. He that heweth timber afore out of the thick trees was known for bringing it to the excellent work. But now they break down all the carved work thereof with axes and hammers. They have set fire upon thy holy place, and have defiled the dwelling place of thy name, even unto the ground. Yea, they said in their hearts, let us make havoc of them altogether. Thus have they burnt up all the houses of God in the land. We see not our tokens. There is not one prophet more. No, not one is there among us that understandeth any more. O God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonor? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? Why withdraweth thy hand? Why pluckest thou not the right hand out of thy bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my king of old. The help that is done upon earth, he doeth it himself. Thou didst divided the sea through thy power. Thou breakest the head of the dragons in the waters. Thou smotest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gavest him to be meat for the people of the wilderness. Thou broughtest out fountains and waters out of hard rocks. Thou driest up mighty rivers. The day is thine, and the night is thine. 
Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy hath rebuked, and how the foolish people hath blasphemed thy name. O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the enemies, and forget not the congregation of the poor forever. Look upon the covenant, for all the earth is full of darkness and cruel habitations. O let not the simple go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise unto thy name. Arise, O God, maintain thine own cause. Remember how the foolish man blasphemeth thee daily. Forget not the voice of thine enemies, the presumption of them that hate thee increaseth evermore and more. Here beginneth the third chapter of the Book of Lamentations. I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. He has led me and made me walk in darkness and not in light. I have become the ridicule of all my people, their taunting song all the day. He has filled me with bitterness. He has made me drink wormwood. He has also broken my teeth with gravel and covered me with ashes. You have moved my soul far from peace. I have forgotten prosperity, and I said, My strength and my hope have perished from the Lord. Remember my affliction and roaming, the wormwood and the gall. My soul still remembers and sinks within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silent, because God has laid it on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him give his cheek to the one who strikes him and be full of reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. Though he causes grief, yet he will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Here beginneth the sixteenth verse of the sixteenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. A little while, and you will not see me. And again a little while, and you will see me, because I go to the Father. Then some of his disciples said among themselves, What is this that he says to us, A little while, and you will not see me, 
and again a little while, and you will see me, and because I go to the Father? They said, therefore, what is this that he says a little while? We do not know what he is saying. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him, and he said to them, Are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said a little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Most assuredly, I say to you, that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice, and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers of righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. 
O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Assist us mercifully with thy help, O Lord God, of our salvation, that we may enter with joy upon the meditation of those mighty acts, whereby thou hast given unto us life and immortality, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind has sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience, and also be made partakers of his resurrection, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness for the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our first lesson comes from uh, Lamentations. And Lamentations is, is a collection of poems um, written about um, the observation of the destruction of Jerusalem. And, and uh, with an emphasis on the destruction of the temple, and the removal of all of the people um, that were left in Jerusalem into Babylonian captivity. And Jeremiah is, is typically traditionally uh, the prophet who is um, attributed to writing these lamentations. And we get uh, from the first sentence, I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. And we take that as, as Jeremiah is, is viewing the destruction of Jerusalem. And he's a very conflicted man. He was a prophet and was devoted to, to God. And, and that devotion was manifest in him trying to get what, whatever was left of Judah back on the right track. And um, no one listened to him and God came, not God, but Babylon came and destroyed the rest of the city. And Jeremiah, who loves God and is, a, is worshiping God, um, has to witness the destruction of his home and the place that he grew up in. Um, as a very devout Jewish man, he also went to the temple and made sacrifices there and you know, had family there, and and it is and it's gone, and he has to be the one that, that sees this, and so he's sad about that. Uh, but and he writes about this sadness. But here in verse twenty-two, he kind of remembers that though the Lord's mercies, um, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because His compassion fails not. Jeremiah is looking beyond the destruction of Jerusalem, and Jeremiah has maturity to see that this destruction was necessary to 
break the idolatry of Israel, that God's chosen people were consumed with idolatry and were not devoted to God, and that this this was a necessary step for that, and that there's life beyond the destruction of Jerusalem. There's life beyond the Babylonian captivity, and that those people who wait for God, as it says, the Lord is good to those who wait for him in verse 25, those people who are faithful and persevere and wait on God will be returned to Jerusalem and will take part in, um, will take part as, as, as part of the remnant, the faithful remnant that is returned to Israel and will be able to see the temple rebuilt and will be able to, you know, be part of the nation that welcomes the Messiah. Turning our attention toward um, our New Testament lesson, uh, Jesus is speaking to his disciples on um, Maundy Thursday. So we had had the foot washing, we had the last supper, and Jesus is talking with his disciples now in the upper room. And this is the very last conversation that Jesus has with his disciples before he begins what's called the, the high priestly prayer and they depart to Gethsemane. And Jesus is preparing the disciples for what's about to come. He says, in a little while you will see me, and again in a little while you will not see me. Um, and we have the disciples who, like Jeremiah, are very devoted to our Lord and um, want to serve him and you know, bring about um, a better world through, through God. And um, they're about to go through a very difficult process, a process that's necessary uh, to, to free the world from sin and death, but just like the Babylonian exile was necessary to free uh, Israel from, from their idolatry, this is a necessary thing that's about to happen. And it's not gonna be pleasant, it's going to be, it's going to be painful, it's gonna be hard to witness. And Jesus is saying that, uh, he's, he's saying that the time has come when, when you will be scattered, you will not be with me, you will, you know, you, you are going to endure um, your own crosses to bear, you're, you're going to endure your own um, suffering for a little while. And just like the remnant who waited on the Lord in Babylonian exile, those disciples who who wait and and are faithful to Jesus through the night and through the next day, Good Friday, into the resurrection, get to partake in Easter with God, and they get to see the risen Lord, um, and their their joy is made complete. And so the the you know as as we're about to enter into Monday Thursday tomorrow, and then Good Friday. Um, you know, you know, we're we're going to go through a little bit of this ourselves. We're going to witness um, again in a, in a new way this year uh, the passion of Christ and um, partake of, of that a little bit of ourselves. And and we know that this stuff is painful, but also good. That um, we look forward to Easter on the other side. And that um, you know, going through Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday can be 
very hard, but there's always Easter for those who wait on the Lord. And so the, the faithfulness um, is, is what, what we're called to do, to endure the suffering for a little while so that the necessary, um, you know, pulling out of idols and the necessary breaking of sin so that we may uh, experience the resurrection of Christ um, in a new way on Easter, but also in a very real way on the actual day of resurrection when we are raised from the dead. There's a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, it is Wednesday night, so we will um, pray the litany for the church and evangelism. You can follow along by clicking the link in the chat bar and saying aloud the italicized verses um, at home. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God for the prayers and intentions of those who are present, that God would open new doors of uh, mission and ministry within the diocese of the Holy Trinity and the communities our diocese is working with, that God would bless the remainder of our Holy Week, that we may, may experience God in a new way and in a joyful way on Easter Sunday. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We seriously beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and then may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. in patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all of their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give us true repentance, forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of 
of ministry in the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit. Be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures, making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts, to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon this diocese, and the communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, Visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading. Thank you all for being here tonight. I hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you.